Bible class. And as you turn to Proverbs chapter 13. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse, I'll start at verse 2. Amen. We don't, we want to talk about um, hope deferred make the heart sick. Hope deferred make the heart sick. Amen. In Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 12. Amen. When you have that, would you say amen? It says, hope deferred make it the heart sick. But when the desire coming, it is a tree of life. I don't even think I've I ever preached a message on this or anything like that. But I, I got one. got it tonight to preach on. Amen. 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 Hope deferred. Amen. Deferred means to be put off. Amen. It's hope. It's expectation. It's something that you're looking for. And you, you know, you have hope. You hope for it. You have faith, but you're hoping for it. And you have faith also. Amen. So hope is expectation and something that you're looking forward for. Amen. But it says when hope is deferred, it makes the heart sick. Amen. And deferred means to put to be to put off, to delay, or postpone, postpone at a later time. Amen. Sometimes God make it makes us all the time not sometimes he makes promises so the promises in the Lord is yea and amen he makes us promises uh, we petition him about different things and God makes us promise and his word all in his word is nothing but promises the Bible said the promise of God is yea and amen so if there's anything that's in his will and is in his word God Amen. Has made that a promise to you. And the Bible said God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. So every promise. Amen. God keeps his promises. People don't keep their promises. We don't always keep our promises. But one thing about God. He keeps his promises. He said it to you or he didn't say it at all. He either told you something or he didn't tell you at all. And that's the main thing that we have to know. When, we, when we're praying about anything, that God said it. Amen. And even, even if, if you haven't heard him literally said to you in your ear, if it's in the word, he said it. Amen. It's a promise. But we, a lot of times we forfeit those, those uh, promises and stuff because if we don't read the word, and then you have to understand what you read. If you don't understand to get the interpretation of what God is saying to you, you could be forfeiting the promise that's supposed to come to you because you don't know it's yours. So uh, if we ask God for anything, he said, if you ask anything in my name and it's in my will, he said, I would do it. He didn't say when, how, but he said I would do it. And I think we get in God's way because we, we, we have a certain time, a certain date, and we, we feel like it should be done right away. And, I mean, nothing wrong feeling like that. I feel like that, too. We all feel like, you know, I want this done now. If I prayed about it, I keep praying about it, keep praying about it, and it, it, nothing happened. You know, the devil's fighting your ear telling you it's not going to happen. So, amen. That's hope and expectation. God give us faith. Faith and hope are connected because faith, you have to have faith in God to believe something, believe for something that you cannot see. You don't need to believe for something that you already have before you. 
Why would you need to believe it? There's there is there. Something you can't see is out of you, out of your out of your sight and or whatever. If God said it in his word, if he said by my stripes, by his stripes you are healed, if he said uh, it's my will that you prosper, be in health, even if your soul prosper. If he said, yeah, I will supply all your need or whatever. There's so many promises in there. You got to pick the one that you need for you. You know, so amen. So if, if, if God's already said it in his word, then it's so. Of course, it's a fight. The fight is not with God. The fight is with you and the devil. Your mind, fleshy mind, because your your fleshy mind is going to look at the circumstance and the devil's going to be screaming in your ear and telling you it's not so. So there is a, a fight there, a battle, but you have to trust God and, and pray. Praying, praying is going to keep you encouraged. You just can't say, I'm just going to trust God and the battle is just going on and on and on. If you don't pray and the battle's going on and on, you're just going to become weak in that battle. And you're going to become hopeless. And you're not going to believe God for that promise like you, you don't mean to. But you lose your confidence in God because of the situation looking so bad. So you have to pray. Like the Bible said, you must pray and not faint. You know, it's like you can't go from stretch from here to from A to Z, so to speak. It's like I, I, I was at church. I got something Sunday. Now, you know, I'm encouraged and I'm excited about what God's going to do for me. And you go through the whole week. As you go through the whole week, then you're still waiting on that promise. But while you're waiting on that promise, the devil is w working on you. He's fighting you with everything. And if you don't go back in prayer and say, Lord, strengthen my confidence. Uh, help me to, to hold on to what you say. You have to talk to God to keep connected that you can override the situation. You know, so sometimes things don't change right away in the natural. But God will encourage you if you go to God. I know it's things that something I had been going through attack in my body. I had been going through. I was getting feel like I was getting better one minute, then like I was being attacked again. And I just, you know, I, I just said, Lord, I said one thing about it: when when we come to you, even if the situation has not changed immediately right then, you feel better because you went to God because He's telling you it's going to change. But if you don't go to God, you won't hear nothing but your situation. Amen. So um, it says hope deferred, and that's uh, uh, anybody didn't get that where there was in Proverbs chapter thirteen and verse twelve. Hope deferred. Um, that's the title of the message. Hope deferred make the heart sick. In other words, hope that this delayed. You have confidence in God. You trust in God, but look like this, this situation have not changed. It has not happened. Well, you have to keep on in the Word. You got to keep in prayer. You can't go around doing all these other things and not staying in prayer and not staying tuned to the word because you're going to lose confidence and lose hope and lose faith. And then you're going to feel uh, oppressed. Oppressed is, a, is to me, uh, it says the heart's sick. I would say your, when your heart gets sick, that means you're going to feel very weary, weary in your soul, despondent, very sad, depressed. And the devil will torment you, agonize you, and trouble you and tell you that's not going to change. And disappointed. That's when your heart gets sick, all that happens. And then David said in the Psalms, he said, why did I cast down my soul? He talked to himself. He said, why do I feel like I feel? Why do I feel discouraged and depressed and cast down? He said, because, and at the end of that verse, he said, hope in God. 
when you lose hope and confidence in God, you're going to feel discouraged and depressed. Amen? God's the only one that will keep you encouraged. We want to be around people and things and everything, and they don't have, they're not seeking God the way they need to see God. They don't have no edification. They cannot help you spiritually. They may give you some money. They may, you may laugh with them, talk with them, but you're going to take the same, go through the same problem with no edification at all. Camp out with people that is down here and they soul and everything. You going they're gonna pull you down. You gotta take you guys like I gotta pull away from this. And I gotta go seek the Lord. I gotta I gotta stay upon. I gotta stay encouraged. You know, courage don't come from them people. It comes from God. And if you get encouraged, then you go around people and they drain you with all their burdens and problems. Then you better get back and get some, some strength again, because you're gonna pick up their spirit. But you know you can pick up other people's spirits, whining, complaining, depressed, discouraged, talking about old me, old my, negative, be around there a lot, you're going to pick it up. That's what sometimes you'd be better to be by yourself if you're easy, if you're easy to pick up things. Amen? So, amen. Talking about hope deferred, make the heart sick, but, the desire, but when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. It's so very exciting. When that desire is fulfilled. Amen. And some, most of the time God will fulfill that desire when you least expect it. Because he loves to surprise us. I mean he just loves to surprise us. It's like your child. You love to do things for your children. And you love to bring them nice gifts. Something that they didn't even look for. I mean they, they wanted it but they forgot about it. And when you, they forgot about it but you didn't forget about it. It's like when we go to God and talk to him about things, we go on and we, we go on and we forget about it because sometimes it looks like it's taking a while. But he didn't forget about it. Amen. Sometimes we have to ask the Lord, same thing that I was telling the Lord today about. I said, Lord, this help, help me get my mind off of whatever. So some things are like, uh, like darts. They say darts from the enemy. The devil used anything. He's not going to use the same thing all the time. He can use people. He can use things. He can use things. And you don't realize that you're under attack. You don't realize that's the devil throwing darts. That darts, darts is to distract you. It's to distract you from the way from God. It's to distract you from your peace. It's a distraction from your joy. So if he can just worry you or keep throwing darts and stuff, you, sometimes you, so you, know, you got to realize, oh, I'm under attack. Amen. And, and so, the, you know, it's like he throws darts and everything, you know, and, you know, even myself, as I sit here tonight and teach the word. Amen. I, I, I've, I've uh, traveled through some things. Amen. Travel through some things, some days. It was attack that he had uh, been coming uh, in my body. You know, attack. I'm, I'm coming through it. The Lord said, uh, "Lord said, I'm, 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 I will bring you through it." And sometimes when God tells us something, it looks like well, it ain't changed. But if God says something, if you know He said it, He's not a man that He should lie. He is your confidence. There's no other hope. The Bible said, "Man shall not live by bread alone." If you just live off of this life substance and you get up and do your humdrum things every day, the natural thing, you never incorporate the spiritual things, then you, you're, gonna, you, you're, gonna, you're not going to be strength, uh, spiritually strengthened. You're not going to have the faith and confidence like you need to have in God. The devil will attack your faith. He will attack your mind and everything. It's a blessing to be saved in this hour that you can go to God and get a refreshing and get uplifted. It's a blessing. Because without God's help, you 
we, we, it's, what do people, most people look like? Most people, they get up in the morning, they go to work, they have the ones that have jobs, they get up and go to work or whatever, and they do their work throughout the day and everything. Then they, they, they tired and they go back to bed and they do the same thing. They repeat the same thing every day, five days a week, 365 days a year. But we have, we can go to God. You know, God, you, if you take advantage of that, you go to God. He will lift your spirit up because that stuff wears you out. Even though it's something you have to do, it will wear you mentally and physically and drain you. Amen. Amen. I, I know I can't do it. You know, I know, I, I know, I know what works for me. That's why the Bible says, "Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness." He said, "I will add these other things unto you." Because when you seek the kingdom of God first and everything, you get you get that foundation. You learn how that's the way it's supposed to be done, and it's like that that will keep you from being zapped out, wore out. And when the, the enemy come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lift up a standard because you have know you know how to seek the Lord. You put Him first. Because if you put things first, and then it's hard to try to get the things of God when you put all these things first. It usually won't work. It's hard. Because you got so many things in the way, it's hard to get spirit in there. God said, seek the kingdom first. He said, and I add these other things. And you have to take time out to seek the kingdom of God. Sometimes you have to sacrifice your sleep. Or whatever's important that you feel like it's important. Because you it's just like you go to your job. You go to your job sleepy and tired. You do you drive all day in your vehicle taking chances of somebody hitting you or you hitting somebody all wide and tired. You need to spend some time for the Lord, sacrifice, get up early and seek the Lord early, seek him where he can be found. If you know I, me, I know that I mean, as, as I get older, it look like you when you get them those and stuff, you're like shockwave, you're going out. Sleep. So ain't no sense me trying to wait all day long. And there's something about when you seek the Lord earlier, before the dogs and cats get up, before folks getting out here, it's just quiet. It's a, it's, it's a peaceful time. And then you don't have to, you know, uh, you, you, he gives you the strength. He make your labors light. He can cut things in half, show you a better way to do it. If you, somebody says, well, I don't have that much time. But to get up a few, few minutes earlier to seek the Lord, still running out your house. And even while you're washing your face or whatever, whatever you're doing, talk to the Lord. And you feel like you got to be on the run all the time. I ain't saying just do that all the time. Sometimes it's good to spend time before the Lord. You know, even when we, just to be honest, when we even eat, our meals a day. Sometimes we might take 20 minutes to 45 minutes, maybe an hour if we out, if you're out eating or something. Take all that time to do that. Do we take all that time to seek God? No. If we seek the Lord, we'll stay with the victory more. We'll stay encouraged more. We can keep our courage from, from service to service. We won't be all wore out, zipped out. Amen. And when that becomes a special place in your life with God, when you don't do it, you feel like, I got to do it. It's like, I, I got to. When that becomes a part of you, it's like, uh-uh, I can't, I can't keep running here. I can't keep doing it. I got to pray. Praying makes a difference. It makes a big difference. Because your situation might look like this one minute. You might feel like this one minute. But when you go to the Lord in prayer, it's like, oh, I feel so much better. I got one amen. I feel so much better. So you learn to continue to practice that. Hope deferred make the heart sick. Hope that's uh, deferred means that it's delayed. Amen. And 
is this not is sometimes because God's uh, timetable is not the same as our timetable. The Bible says his ways is not our ways, his thoughts is not our thoughts. Amen. And they said David said in the psalm, My time is in his hand. So I, he's got he learned that, you know, there's no sense in me putting God on this timetable, thinking it's gonna happen right here when God has his own set time. Now God is mindful of us. He knows when there's a bill need to be paid. He knows when there's some things that's urgently done, but he's maybe not be early like we want to, but he's right on time. Amen. Amen. But I'm just saying some things in life we Find ourselves waiting and waiting and waiting. And it depends on how long you've been waiting you, without God's help, without his strength. Your heart gets sick. You can get sick in your heart. Get, get, some people wait for two minutes. I, I, I just start serving God. I want God to give me everything. You, you, you. I'm, I'm, I'm out of it. You ain't waiting no time. What about people that wait on things for a long time? Somebody said, go and stand in line. <laughs> Somebody give God a praise. Hope that's deferred. Make the heart sick. Amen. Deferred means to be put to put off, delayed, or postponed until a later time. Po that, that's what that's what delayed means. It's not it's not that it's not going to happen, but it might be uh, not happening on your timetable. Amen. It said, but when the Amen. But when the desire coming, it's a tree of life. Amen. When that desire coming, it's like it's just like. A tree of life is happy. I mean, you just feel like, wow. And you feel like, sometimes you feel like you thought you waited a long time. It, but when it happened, it seemed like you really didn't wait that long. Because God knows how to make it good good for you. Amen. He knows how to put everything in and encourage you. Amen. How many know David said, I encourage myself in the Lord. You have to encourage yourself. You can't look around for people to encourage you because they're not God. God didn't tell them to go and encourage if they, if he, unless he tells them to. They don't know your situation like God knows your situation. You, you can tell it to them all day long. They're not God. They cannot fix your situation. I've learned that and yet learned that. Amen. That's why I tell Lord sometimes. Sometimes if somebody says, how you doing? I say, I'm doing okay. Then sometimes I, I'm, if I say, well, I'm doing okay, then I might start saying, well, this and that and other. Then I say, Lord, this helped me not to get deep and talking about it. Especially if you re rehearsed it several times. It's time not to keep rehearsing it. Because the devil hear what you rehearse. And he said, oh, oh. Bible said, give no place to the devil. He's like, oh, I see. Uh -huh. I see what worried them. You know, I, you know, that's something in my life that I see that the Lord deals with me on. You know, uh, it's like uh, when, he's, when the devil sees it, you, there's something that he's picking at you with, and he, you notice, he notice, you notice it, and you constantly over mourn over the same thing over and over and over. If you notice before your situation get better, it get worse. It's just best not to even go over and elaborate. Oh, oh my eye, oh my eye, oh my eye, oh my eye. Keep saying after my eye, there's all my feet, all my feet. You know what I'm saying? He does different things like that. Lord, he's still teaching me all these years. You know, sometimes we may grow up with with things, and it's like it's really not good. I, I'm not saying that I, you know, that I'm got every T crossed and every I, I uh, dot. It's really good if you are not a person a complainer. 
Now, I feel like when you need to say something, you don't need to be overwhelmed with stuff. Go get it off your chest and get it to God. If God leads you to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. But if you're not complaining about every little thing that's going with you, that's, that's good. Because the devil can't do nothing with you. He might attack somewhere else, but he can't do nothing with that. And really, talking about it, it just magnifies it. It seems like it mag we feel like, I don't mean a home, but it magnifies it. With the devil, you're giving him something to work with. The Bible tells us to give no place to him. So God, he yet work with me. I might say, oh, God, oh, this or that. And then, they, so you know what? You done prayed, and then the devil might think, oh, it's getting worse. Well, sometimes it will get worse or it get better, but you got to say, this too shall pass. Even though I might, it might not feel like it, but this too shall pass. Amen. Hope deferred make the heart sick. Like I said, I've never really spoke on a message like this, but God knows I'm being helpless. He helped me. Amen. Help as I'm helping you with the help of the Lord. He's helping me also. Okay, in uh, Hebrews, amen, a lot of times you can't really preach messages and stuff just off the top of your head. You have to have some experiences. Amen. It's not just to let it kill it. But the Spirit gave it life. Just if you know Genesis through Revelation and know how to quote the scriptures and all that, that's good, but it's not going to really help nobody if you don't really understand what you're talking about. But you can explain it. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 35, we've read this scripture many times. It's a very well-known scripture. It said, cast not away, therefore your confidence, which has great recompense or reward. God is saying for the first thing we talk about hope deferred make the heart sick but when the desire comes as a tree of life but the Lord said why are you in the midst of waiting cast not don't throw away cast me to throw away do not throw away therefore your confidence or trust amen or belief or reliance in God which has great recompense of reward God is a rewarder of them that them that seek him what do we how can you not do these things you have to pray Back to praying again. You just can't say, well, the Bible said, don't cast away my confidence. It's like you sometimes, because of the enemy, you have to get some backlash back at him. You got to use your weapons and you got to pray. You just can't say, well, the Lord told me, just hold out till my chains come. But you, he's beating you all across the head and you sit up there like that. You got to talk to God. Open your mouth and talk to God. Say, Lord, I'm, I'm hanging in there, Lord. I'm hanging in there. And the Lord, keep me encouraged, Lord. Keep talking to the Lord. I don't care if you talk to him one time. He'll, he'll show you different ways to talk to him. You got to pray the same exact prayer. If you already know that he's heard you, he's going to do it. They say, Lord, you know, whatever that's coming against your mind, say, Lord, I, I rebuke this in Jesus' name. Lord, you know, I rebuke every lie, every whisper that the devil trying to whisper in my mind with. I rebuke this. Satan, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Lord, help me to be strong in you and in the power of your might. Lord, I, I think I'm going to call myself a fast today because I need to, I want to get through this. I'm calling myself a fast today. Lord, I need clarity of mind. I need strength. Oh, God, I'm calling myself a fast today. Whatever your fast may be. I'm not eating lunch today. I'm not eating dinner, uh, 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 dinner today. I'm not eating breakfast today. You know, like I said, if you wake up and you don't eat till 12 o'clock, no way. You, that's not a fast. That's the time you eat. A fast is a sacrifice. It's something you don't just wake up one day. I'm I'm fasting, and you know you 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 do that all the time. You don't eat to twelve o'clock. If you if you don't eat to twelve, won't you go to four? Make it sack, make it a real fast, and don't be doing all this on your fast. That takes away from your fast, you know. 
God knows if you got personal business, you got things you need. But if you're just texting people back and forth all day long and you just getting gratification your flesh, it takes away from your fast. So the, of the spirituality of it. Because you're doing it as unto the Lord. You're reaching out for your soul. I need, I need some breakthroughs. I need help. Amen. Amen. So it says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. And then if you go on the fast, I'm going on the fast, telling everybody I'm on the fast. I'm not eating today. And everything you miss your blessing too. Unless you have a spouse, you consult with them. Let them know what's going on. If you plan on going for a pretty good while, if you're going sometime up in the day, you might not need to do it. But if you're going all day long, you just have to let the person you live with know. And God knows what if we can fast. Amen. Sometimes the fast, I mean, you don't have to go on a 40-day fast. You don't have to go a long fast. Sometimes you can just fast some things, too. Fast some things. If God knows you got physical problems, you can't your body fast some things. As Lord ask Lord, what can I what can I do? What can I do? Amen. Amen. Because uh I was thinking when I was the problem that I was having, I was thinking like I probably need to I probably just like feel like I've been on a fast anyway. Amen. But it's it's good because you get clarity of mind and thoughts. Amen. And God get re he'll realign you which way to go with some things. Somebody give God a praise. Cast not away, because all things work together for the good. The things the devil meant for you, to harm you, it will work out for your good. Amen. You wake up in the, wake up. Maybe you don't get your proper rest. Can't sleep. Or pick up the word. I tell anybody if you can't sleep, if you pick up the word of God, most people I am pick up the word. I you pick up. I guarantee you, we one thing. You can try it if you don't believe it. Now back then they didn't have phones, and you can look on, but I. You pick up that word, and if anything with prayer and the word, honey, you're going to go back to sleep. <laughs> Try it. And if you do it enough, maybe the devil will stop messing with your sleep. Just start praying. Just start praying. Start, start reading the word. He probably said, I ain't going to bother them. They rest no more. He don't want you to read or pray. pray. Amen. And by me, by me, you know, I live alone or whatever. I, I mean, I don't. That's not happen real all the time. But if it's some kind of way I can't get no sleep, I might toss turn for a while. After a while, I just start praying. And when you start, when you pray or get in the word, especially when you got to get up, you go back to sleep. You sleep much better. Somebody give God a praise. That was free. You don't have to get nothing for that. Amen. <laughs> Cast that away. Therefore, your confidence, which has great repentance and reward, for we have need. You have need of patience. God saying some things I don't do because right away because you have need of patience. We don't like that P word. I don't like it. God said you need patience. You were saying, Lord, I have patience, but Lord knows you. We, the whole world need have need of patience. Amen. Have need of patience. A patience is ability to accept or tolerate delayed trouble. If you can't tolerate or put up with delayed things, that means your patience is short. Amen. They're not, they need to be need stronger patience. Amen. Greater patience. Amen. God said we have need of patience. Amen. And it said that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. God said, after you done did my will, after you already did what I uh, uh, have asked you to do, God said, just wait on me and be of a good courage. And he said, I will strengthen your heart. 
And when you're waiting on the Lord, we have to ask God to help, help us to, to praise him. Because we can wait on him and be not feeling good, like mad, discouraged. It's a way that God wants us to wait on him. Amen. He, like I said earlier, he don't want us to complain. He don't want us to do a lot of things that we God help us with. He don't want us to think uh, lose confidence and faith in him. He know he remember our frame. He know that we're tempted, you know, to do those things. But he wants us to praise him, to give him praise, to give him honor and glory. And the only way back again, the only way we can do those things, you can't do them on your own. Is you have to what keep a what prayer. Prayer is going to keep you to doing this. You wake up and do it. I'm going to do that. She say do this and that. Your, your natural body is not going to want to do it. Your natural mind is not in you to do that. It's not in me to do that. But when we pray, prayer motivates us and helps us in many ways. Y'all better grab this because I might do a, a, a test and see who was listening. What you, what you pull out of this. It's a lot of nuggets that's been going out there. Amen. So listen up and listen well. We're just about done. Amen. It said, for you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. God said, after we have did this will, he said, after you did all, continue to stand. And sometimes the Lord has to reiterate that in us. Back, We know what his word said, but he has to keep telling us, I know me. I'm just, you know, sometimes God had, he, I know what his words say. I know what he speaks to me. But sometimes God can speak something to you and you can lose it the next few minutes. He can speak something to you and you can just lose it, just like that. Just keep forgetting it that quick. So it's like, then say, like, oh Lord, you did tell me that. Well, then if he's told you that, maybe it's a thing that you don't know how to do it. So you got to say, Lord, you told me that. Show me how to do it. So you keep praying to God. You pray, learn to pray in many ways. There's no certain way you pray. You learn how to pray in many ways. That's why some people, uh, God use them to intercede for other people. They have been, God has skilled them, showed them how to pray. And so many things, they don't know, know how to pray about their own situation. They're not praying about somebody else. They can intercede because God has skilled them and showed them how. Because you may approach something one way, and then for you know it, you find, especially if you're in it for a while, you find yourself approaching it another way. He's teaching you all through that. Anybody agree with that? Amen. So say amen. Amen. For it said, for you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, God said, it's in a short time. A little while is a short time. And he that shall come will come and will not tarry. God is saying, not us. We're saying it's a long time, Lord. And God said, it's a little while. Because the day is a thousand years. And a thousand years is this day. Remember his times is so different. Amen. Because this thing, you know, if we waiting on something for a long time, and God could just drop it down just like that. That's like a minute to him. I mean, we're waiting for forever. It's, he just, he, just he, he don't move by time. Amen. And it says, and says the 38th verse, Now the just shall live by faith, the Lord said, that's how we're going to survive, by faith. That's how we're going to make it, by faith. He said, the just should live by faith. That's how we're going to survive, by faith. 
Now the just should live by faith. And it says, but if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure with it. We have to watch that we don't draw back. And we'll draw back means to shrink back. It means to, I don't feel like going to church no more. I don't want to pray. I'm going to wait on God to do this and that for a while. He hasn't did it yet. You just don't, you don't come out actually literally say it, but you, your actions prove it. I don't feel like praying. Uh, I'm mad. I got. I'm. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed, at God. You can be disappointed, at God, and never open your mouth and tell nobody say nothing. It's like I don't want to think about that right now. Let me do this and then the other. Who are you hurting yourself? Because you got to come back and start all over again. Amen. And it says. It says, now the just should live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure, no delight. God will not be pleased with us. Amen. Now, he realized if your faith is under attack and you're going through some things, he knows your faith is getting you maybe weak. He would, use, he would help you get your faith strength. He'll give you what you need to get it done. He'll send somebody your way. He'll do whatever he has to do to help you if you ask him to. Amen. It says, but now the just should live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure or delight in him. But we are not of them who draw back into a perdition or a sin, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. God said, we're in our soul, it's, he's going to keep us going, and we're not going to draw back. We're going to keep moving on. We might not be able to see our way, but we, because we can look now and see there's many things that we went through. And we're still serving God. How many of you thank God that you, you can look at your life and know that you could have just, just dropped God anytime you wanted to. But you didn't. So give God a praise. Amen. And it's a blessing. Amen. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. Amen. For his, the word upon tonight. Like I said, it's the first time I minister upon that. I really uh, read that scripture in a while. Like the Lord put that in my in my uh, 